Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to Save Lives.org is their website. Coming up, we're going to continue to talk about IHSA Boys State Finals for the 113th time. It's brought to you by the Pacers and the Fever. Gainbridge Fieldhouse tomorrow. We're going to come back and talk with uh, Remus Woods, the coach at Indianapolis Lutheran. They're involved in the 1A matchup with Southwood. And we'll talk to the coaches throughout the night. Right now, though, a lot going on in the NCAA tournament. Let's hear from the star of the show, Network Indiana's Brendan King. Coach, you are the man. Great to be with you and Brad Huber on a Friday night. IHSAA Boys State Finals Weekend. Here's what's coming up tomorrow from Gamebridge Fieldhouse. Starting at 10.30 in the morning with Class A. Southwood battles Indianapolis Lutheran. Both of those schools looking for the first basketball state championship in school history on the boys' side. For Southwood, their second time in Indianapolis, they fell 89-60 to to Morristown back in 2018. Same case for Lutheran, no titles, their second time as well. Last in 2008, losing to Triton 50-42. to So, somebody's going to get some hardware for the first time. 2A follows at 12.45. Fort Wayne Blackhawk, a team accustomed to being here, but so is Linton Stockton. Blackhawk at 26-3. Linton Stockton at 29-1. Fort Wayne Blackhawk champions in 2019 and 2021, their fourth time heading down to the capital of the great state of Indiana, beating Bar Reeve in 2019, 60-43. And then Park Heritage in 2021, 55-40. For Linton Stockton, no state titles, but they've been here twice, losing in 2013 to Bowman Academy, 86-73. And then a great one against Andrean in 2019, coming up short, though, 59-54. Then a break, time to get some lunch and refresh a little bit before 6 o'clock. Class 3A takes the stage. Northwood and Garing Catholic for Northwood, their first ever trip to the state finals. The farthest they had ever gone in the tournament was in 2007, they won a regional that year for Garing Catholic state champions in 2012 and 2015, their ter- third trip ever to the finals. They have never lost when they have been inside Cambridge Fieldhouse. Then 8-15, 4A, Kokomo, Ben Davis. Ben Davis is 32-0. Kokomo is 24-4. Kokomo, their last state title. How about this? In 1961, that was their or they've been to the state finals nine times, but in 61, that was an overtime win against Indianapolis Manual, 68-66. to At the time, that game was at Butler Fieldhouse, not yet Hinkle Fieldhouse. It became Hinkle in 1965. That's how long ago it was for Kokomo, the last time they raised a banner. For Ben Davis, their seventh time here, champions in 1995, 1996, and 2017, and 95. A point win over Maryville, 58-57, 96. They went back-to-back but needed double overtime to do it against New Albany, 57-54. Also a close one in 2017 against Fort Wayne North, 55-52. Enjoy the ball games tomorrow. As for the NCAA tournament right now, two number one seeds go down this evening. Number one, Alabama. They're the top seed in the tournament, losing to five-seed San Diego State, 71-64. Then how about the Miami Hurricanes on the men's and women's side? They're going to the Elite Eight. Tonight, over top seed Houston, 89-75. The Hurricanes move on. How about this? 15-seed Princeton has taken the lead on six-seed Craig 
Creighton, 37-33, under five to go in the first half. Princeton, the story of the tournament, the 15th seed trying to go to the Elite Eight. And just getting started right now, two-seed Texas, three-seed Xavier. Two minutes in, Texas up 6-2 to two on the Musketeers. As for the Pacers, in Boston tonight, because Gamebridge Fieldhouse is a little bit busy tomorrow, Pacers continuing their road trip. They just beat Toronto up in the T.O., losing to the Celtics tonight, though, at TD Garden, 120-95, 20 points apiece for Miles Turner and Tyrese Halliburton. Isaiah Jackson added 12 off the bench. T.J. McConnell, he finished with 10 points. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk, brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We continue to talk about tournament basketball. First game tomorrow at Gamebridge Fieldhouse starting at 10.30 in the morning is uh, the 1A battle between Southwood and Indianapolis Lutheran. Earlier in the week, I had a chance to sit down and talk with the head coach of the Lutheran Saints, Remus Woods, and here's that conversation. Congratulations on a, a tremendous, tremendous season in the championship for the first time. What a, what a great thrill for you, everybody, including the entire high school. You guys know how to win football games, and now basketball right there knocking on the door of a championship. Yeah, yeah well, we really appreciate the opportunity. They've been working hard all season, and um, this has been our goal for a little while to get here. I'm sure that uh, when you get a chance, I'm sure Coach Pashes can offer you some advice on how to manage the week because managing all the things that you go on during this week is to be very difficult. Yeah, he does. He tells me just to stay focused on the prize, try to do everything as normal as possible, and um, just focus on getting the job done. A simple question for me. How did you get here? Working hard, you know. Um, we just had a motto of being different to become champions, and um, defense has really took us over the hump. Got kids. That's not easy for kids to buy into defense. And and quite frankly, was there a a game or a stretch of games where you could see in your mind that these kids were starting to put some things together and could make a run? Well, we we took a four game losing streak, and uh, it really had nothing to do with basketball at all. It was just my guys were kind of learning how to work together. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes I feel like boys need a butt whooping, you know, to figure it out. And um, those four games helped us become what we are today. So, you know, if you're talking to an outsider, describe your team. and Tell them what your team is about and what makes them who they are and makes them a team on the brink of playing for a championship. Well, we're long, fast, aggressive, um, full court. We, um, we play really tough, and uh, we play 32 minutes. Like, so we don't give up, no quit. Lagodi had us down 10 with two minutes left. Um, we fought them to the wire and got it done. Is there um, a, a series, that series of games really kind of a defining moment for you, don't you think? Yes, it was. It was a really great defining moment for us. When you look at this matchup um, that you have coming up uh, on Saturday with Southwood, you know, their team started out slowly, kind of in some respects kind of similar to you guys, and put it together at the right time. Both teams playing great basketball. They love to get out in pressure. It's going to be kind of a fun game on yeah. Saturday. Yeah, we, we expect it to be really fast and um, a lot of defense being played and just really, you know, the best team come out on top on that. Let's talk about your team, talk about your guys. Who, who is the, the leader of this group and what makes him so important for you? Um, best thing about my group is it's a different guy that kind of comes up every night. But the leader is probably L.J. Ward, a sophomore kid. He, he just does a lot of the intangible things. 
another leader will be DeRay Smith, really great shooter, leader on the court. Um, and then we have another sophomore, Caden Losher. He's took the best player out of the game through this whole tournament, and it's really helped us out. What's the attitude now around school? It's kind of hard to focus, isn't it? You can't wait for Saturday to get here. Well, I think everybody's tired. So, you know, it's just really keeping them focused, trying to get their bodies ready for the game, and just really, you know, keeping that mindset of we still got one more game. What a thrill for you, too. I mean, you've been you've been in this. You're a young guy. Uh, you, you're out competing for a championship. Guys work their entire lives to try to be in the position you're in. I, you probably haven't had a chance to process all of this, have you? No, sir. We start scouting on Saturday right after. It didn't take two hours. I was on getting filmed for Southwood already. Um, and hopefully after Saturday, next Saturday, I can rest and really soak it all in. But uh, we've been working ever since the last game. I wish you the best. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. That's Remus Woods, the head coach at Indianapolis Lutheran. They're 19-7, and seven, playing Southwood for the 1A championship tomorrow. Uh, they... Uh, this is their uh, first appearance, uh, excuse me, second state finals appearance. Uh, they were runners-up last year. Uh, Lutheran uh, is a, 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 a an interesting team in the sense of they've beaten some really, really good teams. They beat three straight-ranked opponents in the tournament, number five, Greenwood Christian, number one, Bloomfield, number four, Lagoti. Uh, so they have uh, they've earned their way into the championship. They give up 48 points a game. Uh, their winning margin is nine points a game. I think this um, bodes well for this game. Both teams, uh, Southwood and Lutheran, like to put pressure on the basketball. Uh, and so, you know, your ability to handle it, your ability to finish at the rim, make good decisions are very, very key in this ball game. So, 1A starts it off. should be a whole lot of fun. Uh, and we're going to come back and continue to talk about the tournament uh, coming up tomorrow to wrap up the basketball season in our state. And uh, honored again to be a part of the radio broadcast on the IHSA Champions Network. Looking forward to it. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to the 2A matchups in the championship that'll feature Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian and Linton Stockton we'll talk with their respective coaches when we come back to this Indiana Sports Talk I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk Elite 8 is on the way in the NCAA tournament but without the number 1 seeds that's right nobody all number 1 seeds are gone after today top seeded Alabama Falling to San Diego State, 71-64. And then number one, Houston goes down against Miami. What a week it's been for the Canes, both the men and the women of Miami going to the Elite Eight, 89-75. Miami beating Houston. Right now, though, Princeton and Creighton in a battle towards the end of the first half. It's 45-43, Creighton up on Princeton. Princeton, though, has led at some point in this first half. There's only two seconds to go before the teams go to the locker rooms. And then fresh game right now, six minutes in. Two-seed Texas, three-seed Xavier, 12-5. Longhorns have the lead over the Musketeers as Xavier, club from Cincinnati out of the Big East, tries to punch their ticket to the Elite Eight. As for what's happening tomorrow from Gamebridge Fieldhouse, Pacers are on the road tonight, by the way, losing to the Celtics. It was a final of 120-95. That opens the way for the IHSAA Boys State Finals tomorrow. 
from Gamebridge. 10.30 in the morning, Southwood goes against Indianapolis Lutheran. 12.45, 2A takes the floor. Fort Wayne Blackhawk battles Lytton Stockton. After a break at 6 o'clock, Northwood takes on Garing Catholic in the 3A title game. Then 4A to finish the evening. Undefeated Ben Davis, they're 32-0, but they have to go through Flory Badunga and Kokomo at 24-4. Great way to end the evening. Enjoy the ball games tomorrow. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. We're glad you're here. Our conversation tonight is about the 113th annual IHSAA Boys Basketball State Finals presented by the Indiana Pacers and Indiana Fever at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. We've talked about 1A. You have Southwood taking on Indianapolis Lutheran in the 2A matchup starting approximately 1245. That is between Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian and Linton Stockton. I think this is, could be the best game of the day, quite frankly. Uh, Blackhawk is coached by former IU player Matt Roth. Blackhawk Christian, 26-3. and They are a tremendous basketball team, and I had a chance to sit down and talk with Coach Roth early in the week, and here's that conversation. Coach, congratulations. You and Blackhawk Christian back in the state championship, and uh, what a special, special year. What a bittersweet year, I think, in some respects, but nonetheless, what a great group of guys. Yeah, thank you. It's been a it's been a great ride to this point. Um, you know, the situations coming into it were you know not favorable. You know, I would do you know I'd do anything to be able to sit on the bench next to Mark one more time. Um, but I've learned so much being fortunate enough to be with him for three years as an assistant, and then many more as a, a friend after that. Um, and so, I just want to continue to love these kids well, lift them up, build them up. Then um, they're off to a great start. They got a great foundation um, in who they are as a young man. Um, each one of them. Um, and so it's it's fun for me as a coach to be able to kind of take a step back at times and just watch them compete, watch them do things and, and undoubtedly smile because I know where they learned those things from. And I know Mark would be smiling about the way they've competed, but also the way they've carried themselves on and off the court this year. We talk a lot about mental toughness and your kids clearly are. Yeah, I mean, I've got several that I could I could brag about all day about their mental toughness. But, uh, you know, my three seniors that are in the starting lineup, uh, Gage, Jimmy, and Josh, are is mentally tough, um, but also, you know, spiritually tough in, in their walk. They haven't wavered. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost their way. They haven't lost their identity of who they are. Um, and I think that's that foundation that's, you know, instilled with them. They've been tried and true. They've been at Blackhawk the majority of their lives. Um, and so that foundation that our school sets at a young age for them, um, has allowed them to be strong in their faith, um, which has allowed them to be strong as a competitor on the court. Is there a, um, a point in the preparation over the summer or even in the spring where you felt like this team uh, could make it back to the state championship, or was that uh, kind of something you felt like this team was very capable of from the start? I mean, I think every every team should have that, that thought of this could be the year, this could be a great group of guys um, that can go out and compete. Um, but going into the year, I knew we had veteran leaders. We had a senior class that was as tough as could be. Um, but then we also had some youth, some guys that were up and coming, ready to make their impact on the varsity right. level. Um, and so building up that trust amongst those two, right. um, it was just so key for us. I mean, they're tremendous kids, um, and they love each other off the court, but you still got to trust each other when it, when it gets tough. When you're in game point and you need a play, you got to have all five guys on the same page. And I think they just work so hard in the preseason, the practices leading up up to that first game um, that they hit the ground running it wasn't perfect by any mean but um, you know they just competed you've seen the growth over the year and I mean we're still getting better 
and that's what's so great about this extra week of practice is we're still getting better from the you know 15th guy in my practice to the to the first guy in my practice um they're all getting better they're all enjoying the process um and so that's you know the benefit of a great run like this but also the foundation of continuing to be able to build for the future how much of an issue is pace going to be on Saturday? I think it's a, a big, uh, a big part of the game because both teams like to extend the court, like to be in transition. It's going to be very interesting, possibly high-scoring ball game. Yeah, I mean our guys are they're battle-tested. We've got a, an RID Joel Cotton put together a tremendous schedule for us. Um, you know, we kind of benefit in a sense from not being in a conference, so we can go play anywhere, anytime. Um, and we've played some tremendous opponents. We've played some games that were. You know, borderline track meet. Let's get out and go play and trust our guys to be athletic, um, share the ball, and, and make those plays. And, and we've been able to do that quite well this year. Um, but we've also been able to settle into some slugfest and low-scoring affairs um, and, and really defend well. Um, so I, I'm intrigued to see. I think it could be, it could be real fast pace, or you know, both teams are very athletic and very talented defensively. So it could be a battle. I, I don't know yet. We'll find out. I wish you the best. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you. That's Matt Roth, the head coach at Fort Wayne Blackhawk Christian. They are 26-3. They're taking on Linton Stockton for the championship uh, in 2A tomorrow. Earlier in the week, I talked with Linton Stockton's Noah Hawkins, their acting coach, about this matchup with Blackhawk, and here is his comments. Noah, congratulations to you and the Miners on you've been close uh, getting to this point, haven't you? Been close and close and close. Push through this year, playing for a championship. Congratulations. Thank you. Tough road to get here. 2A South about as strong as I've seen 2A South in a, in a while. You know, a lot of good players, D1 athletes all over the place. Uh, you know, state championship candidates all over the place. So, you know, glad to get here. Big opportunity. A number of schools, obviously, from that area have won 2A championships or 1A championships. It's a hotbed. Everybody understands it. But you guys have been one of the more dominant 2A teams in the state and, and if for a long time. Sure, absolutely. You know, I mean, basketball has really taken a turn at Linton since 2010. You know, Coach Hart, I'll give him all the credit, has done a great job. You know, we, we have been knocking on the door for a long time. I think since 2013, we just won our ninth sectional in 11 years. Uh, been up here a couple times, came close, you know, and then you look on the flip side, Jared Rimble's done the same thing with the girls program. You know, they've won two state titles in what, the past three or four years. You know, so there's a lot more basketball talk in Linton, finally. It's, it's been in Bloomfield. It's been in Lagodi. It's been in Barif, um, Vincennes. I mean, it's huge hotbed for basketball, and uh, it's made its way to Linton. You have. I don't think it's accidental that your guys are in this position because they are a tough-minded group of guys, high-character guys, who've dealt with a very difficult situation with Coach Hart. Yep. And, and and I think it illustrates number one what this you know you talk about learning and and, and the importance and the roles of coaches, but also character shows up, character travels, and character's there, and it's gotten you where you are. Yeah, absolutely. You know, people. You know, they watch our guys walk out on the floor. You know, maybe not against Fort Wayne Blackhawk, they got size, you know. But, you know, for your typical 2A teams, it's like we're trotting out a bunch of 6'4 strong kids. And they talk about the maturity and how strong we look and all this stuff from a physical standpoint. And you talk about their mental maturity. I mean, that. I mean that. that's why we're here. That, that's why we're here. They're just mentally tough. They're focused. They're ready to get the job done. You also have uh, Joey Hart who can make baskets. And you have a lot of guys. You talk about make baskets. Yours is a prolific offensive team. Absolutely. You know, Joey had 50 
52, 54, 52 or 54 points Saturday on 24 shots. He's extremely efficient. Mm-hmm. He wants to win. You know, Joey can go score the ball a whole lot more than he does, but he puts winning at the top of his priority list, and he's got a good group of guys, a great supporting cast. I mean, it's hard to call Logan Webb a supporting cast, my God. You know what I mean? I mean, Logan can play. Logan's been on big stages. All of You know, several of those guys play around the country on the, on the UAA circuit. You know, there's no lights going to be too bright. There's no stage too big for those guys. So an, an excellent group. Um, again, we knew this opportunity was here two years ago. You know, it's a bigger deal in November, you know. And, and, and once we win last Saturday, you know, once we got that win, um, you know, it's here in front of us. You know, you again. Was it pressure or what to, to not win in those other times? Was it a big relief for everybody? When you're the favorite, it's more relief than you know just pure enjoyment. There, there's different because you know 2013, 2014 actually we won four in a row from 13 to 16. Right, we won four sectionals in a row. I think we were favored once to win a sectional. Mm-hmm. You know, in 2015 we were the favorites, right. underdogs in 13, underdogs in 14, underdogs again in 16. Um, those teams had heart. Right. You know, they had the heart of a lion, tough as nails, and they found a way to win. When you win those, it's enjoyment because you're not expected to win them. You know, now that you're expected to win, it is it is a relief. Obviously, you still enjoy it, but it's a different feeling. Pace is going to be a big thing on Saturday, don't you think? Without question, both of you like to play yeah. and extend the court. Absolutely. You never know how it's going to go, and and to be honest with you, it, it's hard to predict because you you know you predict Brownstown might get into a grinded out game. They right. they love to go up and down. They push it but the 131 slows it down a lot of times right. you know and it ended I mean it had spurts it went both ways um, it, it was a pretty good pace in that game doesn't always end up that way though doesn't always end up that way so what are the keys for you on uh, on Saturday to be able to come out with a championship? Got to be opportunistic. Mm-hmm. Fort Wayne's got pieces. They don't have a, they don't have a weak link. They got great athletes up top. They got you know a six nine guy who's not even their big. <laughs> you know they run a six nine kid off the wing who shoots it phenomenally. You know first is just a beast inside. So um, we're gonna have to be very opportunistic offensively because they're gonna guard. We know they're gonna guard. We got to be ready for that. And everybody's gonna have to do their job on defense. Coach, I wish you the best. Yes, sir. I appreciate it, Bob. Scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Coming up top of the hour at 11 o'clock, we're going to preview everything you need to know about the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Finals tomorrow morning and evening at Gamebridge Fieldhouse. For now, here's what's happening in the morning and early afternoon. 10.30, things get started with Southwood and Indianapolis Lutheran. That's a Class A state championship game. Southwood's 15-12, and 12, Lutheran's 19-7. and 7. Christian Perry, the head coach at Southwood in his first year. Remus Woods in his fourth season at the helm of Lutheran. But both schools are in search of their first state championship in school history. Second time. Each school will be in the state finals. Southwood lost to Morristown in 2018, 89-60, and then Lutheran back in 2008 fell 50-42 to to Triton. As for Class 2A, you just heard from Coach Lovell, along with Noah Hawkins and Matt Roth. Fort Wayne Blackhawk, Coach Roth, their coach at 26-3. Linton Stockton's 29-1, Noah Hawkins, the interim head coach with Linton. As for Blackhawks, state champions in 2019 and 2021, fourth time heading down to Indianapolis for the state finals, though. Linton Stockton has never won a state championship. Their third time here, though, they lost both in 2013 as well as 2019. Here's what's happening in the NCAA tournament right now. At half, six seed Creighton up on 15 seed Princeton, 47-43. The Princeton Tigers did have a lead in that first half, however. Cinderella 
in this tournament. And with eight minutes to go in the first half, Texas is up on Xavier 20-14. to I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Our night before the 113th annual IHSA Boys Basketball State Finals presented by the Indiana Pacers, Indiana Fever. The 3A matchup will start the evening session tomorrow night at GameBridge. That'll feature Northwood and Garen Catholic. Northwood comes in at 27-2. and They are coached by Aaron Wolf. I had a conversation with him earlier in the week, and here's what he had to say about the matchup. Coach, congratulations. What a, what a great, great thrill to come down and play for a state championship in basketball. And, and it's just a tremendous, tremendous season for you and your guys. Well, we're very excited to participate in the state championship. I mean, this is a storied state with a lot of storied players and programs that have been able to participate in this event. Mm -hmm. And it's just nice to be part of the story. Well, you're part of it. <laughs> you're, you're a part of history right now, which I think is, you know, when you talk about it you know, at our ages, it's not that big a deal. But these kids are going to be in, involved in a once-in-a-lifetime memory. And, and being able to manage all that is, is an important part of this week. I think this is a different week than probably what we've experienced in the past. And our guys have some experiences of playing in semi-states or regionals, mm -hmm. but the state finals is a different animal. Right. And and we're just excited. Uh, we're taking it one day at a time, and I know our guys are looking forward to getting down here on Saturday and having an opportunity to compete in a high-level basketball game. So when you think back when you're putting everything together in the spring, what you're going to do in the summer, what what camps, what shootouts, your individual work, doing all that stuff, in, in your mind, do you have a chance to play for a championship? I think when you're looking at like where it all started right. and where you're at now, it takes you back to your kids and the experiences that you've right. had with them, the time you spend with them. And what we did last week was just earn another week with them. <laughs> it's always a special group. We probably have eight special right. groups that are down right. here. And when you look at everything that they've done and the hard work, and I've had the opportunity to see them grow up, uh, my, my son's friends and right. Right. Uh, everyone that's involved, we've, we've spent a lot of time with them and the parents. And, you know, this extra week and then to cap it off with an opportunity to play at GameBridge, uh, something that these kids have grown up wanting to do and mm -hmm. dream about, just being a part of that seems special. The schedule you play is not an easy one. Uh, you, I'm, I'm sure you probably toughened it up a little bit, anticipating you'd have a good group. But the schedule got you tested in, in the right ways and prepared for this experience. I think we had the opportunity to get invited to some important events for our basketball team right. as the Sneakers for Santa down at Brownsburg, uh, where we got to travel down to Indianapolis. The Hall of Fame is such a storied event, and our kids were able to play at Newcastle again right. and play quality opponents in, in both games. I think we can draw on those experiences. But even regardless of outcomes, it's not really a zero sum. As you look at like the experiences that they had and, and, and how much fun it was right, just right. to be able to be in those venues and play against those teams, sure. uh, I think that's what our kids will draw from. And, uh, you know, obviously this week is going to be a whirlwind. Yeah. But I think it's something when they look back in their lifetime, it's something they're going to be able to tell their children about. Absolutely. What makes this team go? Why is it having the success it is? Is it uh, one guy, everybody, certain individuals? What's the spark? 
spark of this team? I think we've got an experienced group. Uh, when you look at, you know, starting with our two leading scorers and Cade Brenner and Ian Raj, they're both four-year varsity right. players. Uh, they're experienced players. Brock Bontrager was a three-year starter. Uh, in that, you know, Ethan Wolf played uh, meaningful minutes along with J.J. Payne last year. Right. So this is their second year on the varsity. And then, you know, we stacked that up with some newcomers in Tyler Rosh and Keegan Stats uh, that are getting experience. And everyone seems to be playing their role really, really well. Uh, they understand why we win. Right. Uh, and I think that's an important part. Uh, and I think uh, they're all team guys first. Uh, they're going to do what it's necessary to do to win a game. Uh, and so they're just a fun group to coach. What are the challenges with Garen? I mean, this is a team playing great basketball, as are you. They similarly have played a very demanding schedule. A lot of similarities, I think, in some respects with both teams. I think when you look at them, they just have really good players. Mm -hmm. Uh, And when you have guys who can play both ends of the floor, uh, they're very good rebounding. Uh, They have improved even through the year like if you watch it's it's a team that probably started with some younger guys in different roles and then now growing into those roles really really well uh, they're extremely deserving of being here they're a very very good basketball team it's one that when you look at you don't see any holes right and i think probably when you get down to the state championship game that's probably what you would expect is is seeing a very very good opponent Uh, and we just look forward to the challenge I appreciate it. Congratulations again, and good luck Saturday. Thanks, Bob, for you and everything you do. Thank you. That's Aaron Wolf, the head coach at Northwood. The Panthers coming in, taking on Garen Catholic uh, for the 3A championship. Coach Wolf uh, in his 16th year of excellence at Northwood, 180 and uh, 280 wins, 110 losses. Golden Eagles of Garen Catholic, the opponent of Northwood in that 3A championship. They come in to the uh, championship at 20-8. and eight. Their head coach, Bobby Allen, and I had a conversation earlier in the week, and here's that conversation. Coach, congratulations. What a great thrill for you and Garen Catholic. You've been to championship games before as a school, used to it, but this is a great thrill, a a, a tremendous opportunity for you and your guys. I'm just so excited for the players. Um, I I bet you halfway through the season not a lot of people would have thought we'd be in this position. Right. Um, But they started playing their best basketball at the right time, and the confidence they have right now is just incredible. First call you got, I'm sure, was from Coach uh, Coach Pete Smith. Coach Pete Smith, he's always first. I always see his name on a text message or a phone call. He he's very impactful in the school and to me, just to have his approval and his support. You know, uh, being the coach after him, yeah. Well, when you, you, you mentioned that you started to put some things together late, so at the beginning of the year, what do you think this team? What do you think the max uh, maximum would be for this group? I mean, I. We had incredible athletes, incredible individual right. talent. Uh, we went through the year where guys simply weren't comfortable with the role, weren't excelling in their role. We changed our offense three or four times throughout the year. And I think when we played Noblesville at our place, a very good team, um, you know, we, we, we found something. And guys then figured out their role. They did it at a high level. Now it's a point where we have multiple threats who could be our leading scorer right. every night. Um and as a coach, it's nice to know that when they want to take somebody away, we have somebody else that's ready to step in and, and make big-time game-winning plays for us. And that's kind of a cool thing from a coaching standpoint is that you, you have guys who've bought into that. They care about one another. You know, you've got a team that's also capable on both ends, offensively and defensively. And, you know, the balance of your personnel and the balance of how you play has gotten you where you are. Yeah, and I think it's – I give a lot of credit to our coaches too, our assistant coaches and the game plans they put together 
have been unbelievable. And the guys now have started to take that role mm-hmm. on their own. We have our, 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 our weekly routine that we go through, um, but we've kind of turned it over to them a little bit. What do you guys see out there? What have you seen on film? How do you feel about what we can do and what we can't do? Um, but it's nice to know that our guys can make adjustments. And, I mean, I, I'm very comfortable putting in new plays for these guys, you know, in a day or two's notice. And they're able to go out there and execute it. Um, but individually-wise, talent-wise, you know, we have three guards that are just incredible. Jack Cherry has started since his freshman year. He's a junior now. Um, then Robert Sorensen and Kamea Chandler. We have three different guards that can handle the ball at any point. And then Dylan Moran, 6'6", junior, has been absolutely incredible for us. Um, and then Bryson Cardinal played JV the first six games of the season, mm-hmm. and now he's been starting for us. His IQ is just off the charts um, and making a huge impact on the group. What are the uh, particular challenges that you're going to face with Northwood, who's been playing awfully, awfully? We've been playing at a high level all year long. Man, they're big. They're strong. They have multiple guys that can score. Um, they can control the tempo of a game, and they don't turn the ball over mm-hmm. very much. So uh, we're going to rely on our confidence, our experience right now with the guys we have. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be ready to go. And then if we can make a couple shots early and kind of kind of hold them off a little bit, then we feel like we'll be in a good position to have an opportunity to win that game. Managing the week's an important thing, you know, trying to keep it as normal as possible. It's easy to say. It's hard to do. Right. No, no doubt about it. Um, and I, I have a couple assistants who've won some state championships, and Coach Mascari, assistant, was part of Pete Smith's staff. I actually got to play in the state championship my junior year at Cathedral in 98. Mm-hmm. I pulled out the box the other day <laughs> that had the programs in it, the tickets, everything. Right. And just thinking about that experience that I had, and I probably didn't appreciate it as much then as I do right, right. now. Um, but it's just nice to know that, you know, this state tournament and the way the IHSA runs things is just it's at such a high level. And I'm excited for our guys to experience. But like you said, we want to keep this week as normal as possible and stay focused on one more game. I wish you the best. Appreciate it. Thanks. I'm Brendan King with this Network Indiana scoreboard update here on Indiana Sports Talk. Again, coming up at top of the hour, we're going to preview the entirety of the IHSAA Boys Basketball State Finals. But here is the evening session information. 6 p.m., Class 3A, after a break from the early afternoon, we'll take the floor. Northwood against Garen Catholic. Northwood's 27-2. Their head coach, Aaron Wolf, 16th year at the helm. And Bob Ellen, the head coach at Garen Catholic, is in his fifth year. He's led them to a 20-8 record for Northwood, their first time ever to the state finals. Their best ever was a regional championship in 2007, and this year they beat Fort Wayne Dwinger and Delta in semi-state to get to this point. As for Garen Catholic, third trip ever to the state finals, their first two each. They raised a banner. 2012, they beat Norwell 64-48, and in 2015, topping Griffith 62-56. Class 4A is where you're probably going to see... A whole lot of college basketball coaches, at least college basketball coaches that are not coaching any longer in the NCAA tournament. Kokomo at 24-4. John Peckinpah in his second year at the helm of Kokomo, leading Flory Badunga and crew into battle. Kokomo's last title in 1961, but their ninth trip ever to the state finals. Ben Davis at 32-0. Don Carlisle in his fifth year. What a run. Seventh trip in the state finals. They've won three championships in 95, 96, and 2017. Again, top of the hour coming up, your full preview of the state finals. I'm Brendan King. Welcome back, everybody. This is Indiana Sports Talk. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network, driven. The number two, savelives.org, is their website. Brendan King, what is happening in the NCAA tournament tonight? 
Coach, the second half just got rolling between Princeton and Creighton. Blue Jays are up seven mm. on the Princeton Tigers, mm-hmm. but Princeton did have a small lead in that first half. So this has been a competitive mm. ball game, three minutes gone by in the second half. And then the late game tonight is Texas and Xavier. Longhorns are taking it to the Musketeers, at least in the first half. It's 34-21 mm. with mm-hmm. two and a half to go in half number one. But, Coach, the real story is – uh, two number one yeah. seeds go down tonight, Alabama and two Houston. Two number ones. And for the first time ever, no number one seeds in the Elite Eight. That's pretty crazy. I wasn't surprised uh, that Miami beat Houston by any means. Um, for for the IU fans who were troubled at the loss to Miami, um, you lost to a good team. <laughs> you, I mean, you, you, you lost to a very, very good basketball team. Uh, and uh, the Alabama matchup, uh, San Diego State just was able to match up with them physically, uh, and, and um, I just I, I was that was a fun game to watch. Uh, but I didn't catch the end because I had to get ready for the show. But that was a fun game to watch, and that's kind of shaking everybody up. Uh, no number one playing for the in, in the uh, will make it to the Final Four. First time is that right? First time, first time. Yeah, it is. It is a bit funky, wow. but hey, it is the month of March, and you got to get used to it. I guess what's surprising, Coach, for me, what happened to Alabama is that you know their star player Brandon Miller, who is more than likely going to be a top five pick, didn't show tonight. Well, he yeah, didn't show didn't for the show. tournament. He, he shot twenty percent, Coach, the entire tournament. Hmm. Well, well, you probably won't win if your best player doesn't show in the biggest uh, stage. That's a that's a problem. So, Princeton still going on. So, I'll have Texas and who else to watch once the show's over before I go to sleep. Uh, sleeping for me is always an issue after the show. It takes <laughs> me, me a while. So, I kind of need I need to watch something to try to put me to sleep. I agree with you, and you will get the second half of Xavier in Texas, Coach, before you go to bed. Even though, again, Texas, as Ooh. mentioned, uh, Longhorns Ooh. are playing well. Texas up 15 with two to go in the first right. half. What's the schedule tomorrow? I mean, it'll be a, bit, a little bit busy, but what's the schedule tomorrow? Coach, 6 o'clock, you get Dusty May and Florida Atlantic. Of course, Coach oh. May, the, <laughs> the, the former manager right. under Bob Knight. I mean, he's turning into a, to a star over these weeks and you know he's a folk hero here in indiana right now no kidding i mean (laughs) hey you know that happened last year coach with shaheen holloway you know he had a he had the run with saint peter's and then by the time the tournament ended he got the job at his alma mater seton hall and then you know what dusty may is doing right now but i will say that game is at madison square garden and they got to go through the buzzsaw that is kansas state at at six o'clock that's gonna be a great ball game Mm. and then the late Mm. game how about this, Coach? A couple of blue bloods, UConn and Gonzaga at nine o'clock tomorrow. Oh, I love this. I love that matchup. I really do. Uh, I love everything about it. All right, so what a what a perfect time of year. I know you're a baseball guy, as am I. But March, baby, there's a reason why they call it March Madness. Last time I checked, there is, Coach, and uh, this is this is the most fun way to go in the baseball season, no doubt. That tomorrow you're gonna get the uh, boys state finals I, at, at Gamebridge field. I, was, I think that was so cool about what was um, when we had the tournament exclusively here in Indiana. I, I'll never forget that the final four of the NCAA tournament and the boys basketball state finals of the IHSAA state tournament happened on the same day. That, that was the best memory. That was so much fun. 
<laughs> it's hard to beat. Uh, and I always remind people, there's a reason why the movie's called Hoosiers. Just, <laughs> just think about it. Just think about it for a second. <laughs> there's one good reason. All right, Brendan King, you and I are going to continue to talk after this short break. We'll come back and talk with the superstar himself, Brendan King, on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. This is Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. Brendan King and Brad Huber in studio tonight, making all of this happen. Mr. King, everyone knows you as the broadcast extraordinaire, broadcaster extraordinaire, the voice of the South Bend Cubs. Uh, countdown's coming because you're getting ready to be in it uh, full go, right? Can't wait, Coach. April 7th is the day we open the season with a three-game trip to Quad Cities. They are the Kansas City Royals mm. affiliate. They play in Davenport right on the banks of the Mississippi River. It's a cool ballpark. So, What's their nickname again? The what's Qu- their, what's Quad their Cities River Bandits out in uh, Davenport. River Bandits. River Bandits, yeah. right on, Their logo, you'll like this one because I know I know how much you like your minor league logos. Um, they're, they're, I do. Yeah, I their logo is a raccoon with a cowboy hat. Um, <laughs> okay, I have an imagination. Uh, I'm not sure it's as vivid as it needs to be. So help me with that. Would you? It's a raccoon with a cowboy hat, right? Yeah, a raccoon with a cowboy uh, hat, and, and like you know, if you watch River, a John Wayne River movie, Bandits. if you watch a John Wayne movie, he always has that little <laughs> right? ascot, right? The 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 raccoon's right? got that little ascot on. <laughs> yeah, so that's their logo. Oh. Listen, they spend a lot of money coming up with uh, coming up with the right logo and the right nickname. That's good. So you're back in it, and are, are we uh, expecting this group to win another ring? You guys are getting <laughs> used to winning them, so why not have that expectation every time you go out? Coach, I'll tell you what. I've been very lucky because we won in 2019, and then, as you know, I had the pleasure of working with the great Howard Kelman on Indianapolis Indians broadcast right. in 2021, and then uh, went back last year to South Bend, so... Every every year in South Bend, I've been there except for one. We've won the title. My my first year, we did not, and then we've we've won two in a row since I've been there. So hey, uh, guys are going to give it a chance. Um, but yeah. coach, here's what I will say: I will say that Lance Rimel, the great manager of the South Bend Cubs, he is back this year. Um, he is a, a really good looking manager. He's only 32 years old, young, bright, and uh, he's a great manager. So um, you know, he led them to the championship last year. So with Lance at the helm, we definitely got a shot, no doubt. There you go. All right, we're going to miss you. You know that. But we'll be chatting you up every weekend uh, on Indiana Sports Talk. Um, I will obviously be taking June and July off. But until that time, I'll look forward to our conversations on the weekend. Always, Coach. Plus, uh, we still got a little bit of time together. I'm with you tomorrow and then both days next weekend. We got it. We'll be good. You and uh, and and I will be talking high school basketball championships tomorrow. Uh, I know you're coming over to hang out a little bit, watch some ball. It's going to be a fun day. Brendan, coming up, top of the hour scoreboard update. He is, in fact, the man. Brendan King, thank you so much. Thanks, Coach. Coming up, Brendan King with the scoreboard update. And when we come back, we're going to start to talk about 4A championships, the big battle between Kokomo and Ben Davis when we come back after this top-of-the-hour scoreboard update on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.